If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with representatives from Davis County. We're going to be talking about the Davis Homeownership Assistance Program. I'm here with Dakota Wirth, the housing coordinator for the new program, and Ryan Steinbeagle, the grants administrator for Davis County. Thanks for being here, both of you. Yeah, thank you, Mayor Tran. Appreciate having us on. I appreciate it. So this program is a brand new program, and it was just launched a couple days ago. It launched uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. Okay, and you've already received... We've received over 70 applications so far, okay. uh, only one that's actually been fully submitted, but okay. 70 that in the works. So 70 process. applications have been opened yes. by people who are interested in this home ownership, home ownership assistance program, right? Yep. Okay, great. Well, tell us about it because we want to make sure that we get the word out. Yeah, so it's, as you well know, um, housing, pro- housing prices the last few years have absolutely skyrocketed. Uh, interest rates are at a 25-year high, and we haven't seen inflation like this probably since the 1980s. Uh, the Davis County Commission really recognized this and knew that we needed to do something to help low- and moderate-income families get into a home. And so they tasked our department, Community and Ec- Economic Development, to create a program to help low- and moderate-income families purchase a home within Davis County. Which is fantastic. The vision and the foresight, and, and I just appreciate the fact that they're working on this for us. It's a huge problem in the state, but especially in Davis County. Absolutely. Because things are so expensive. Yeah. Houses and... Yeah. I mean, the median home price in Davis County is $525,000. That's the median. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a low to moderate income person, you can never afford a five hundred. Which is most home. people, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, our kids just graduated from school and they can't afford anything. Mm-hmm. The first house we bought was $99,000. And yes, it was a long time ago, but still... Um, it's crazy. So, okay, tell us about the program. How does it work, Dakota? I, you're the, yeah, you're the guy, right? It's a really exciting program. Um, I think we've seen that bear out in the amount of interest we have in the program. We're awarding people up to fifty thousand towards the purchase of a home in Davis County. You don't have to live in Davis County currently. You just have to purchase a home in Davis County. Um, you have to have a fully executed real estate purchase contract when you apply alongside a pre-approval letter from a lender. Um, that lets us know that you're ready to go. We can get you assistance um, right there when you're in the process of closing on that home. It's going to go to the people who need it in the, in the short term. We're going to release funding in tranches as well. So they there's an allocation of 1.8 million from the onset of this program it's not all going to be used up in this first application cycle Um, we're going to release funding um, quarterly going forward but you'll submit an application with that rep c that pre-approval letter we will ask for some documentation from home buyers that they're already given to their mortgage lender so they should be prepared on that front to just upload that into our portal that portal link is on our website. It's uh, daviscountyutah.gov forward slash CED forward slash home ownership. Um, from there, um, we will underwrite 
the provided documentation, see if you qualify based on income thresholds set by HUD. That's 80% of the gross AMI for the county. Um, and then we will issue an award letter that lets homebuyers know exactly how much they qualify for. And it's determined based off of uh, how much your housing payment impacts your front end debt ratio. Okay. Which can't exceed 35%. So we'll give homebuyers exactly the amount needed to get them to 35% on that front end. And that will really increase affordability for people's mortgage payments. So this is not a an interest rate buy down sort of so payment, is it? Or is it? It's a, it's a combination of things. So okay. 10,000 of the funds that they're awarded can be used towards an interest rate buy down. Okay. That helps make the mortgages that they're getting more affordable. Then um, you can use the additional remaining funding towards principal reduction or up to 50% of the required down payment and closing costs. Whatever combination of that makes it so that it gets them to that 35% affordability range on their mortgage is how we're going to distribute those funds. And it should really move the needle for people who are struggling to afford to live here. Now, tell us some of the other qualifications. First time home buyer? Nope. You don't okay. have to be a first time home buyer. Um, it is limited to some property types. So it's single family residences, townhomes and condos, um, no duplexes, income producing properties, things like that. No mobile homes, oh, manufactured properties homes. then. Yep. Okay. Um, as far as the 50,000, how do people know if they're going to qualify for the full 50? Will their mortgage loan company tell them that and kind of help them through that process or? What I've been recommending to home buyers is they strategize with their mortgage lender because um, they will have seen their credit report, their debt ratios. They can really help them crunch the numbers to see what it's going to take to get them to that 35% on the front end. Um, that's going to help give people a better idea. But on our side of things, we don't know entirely until we get their income documentation and their asset statements to know what kind of assistance we can afford them. But um, if you're a home buyer and you're interested in this program, that conversation starts with the lender because they're going to guide you in the right direction. So in terms of qualifying, uh, they go to their lender, they'll get their qualification letter, and then they come to you. If they have a lender qualification letter, does that give them enough confidence to probably know that they're probably going to get the money and they'll probably qualify? Or will you guys be stricter? So... I would say on that front, if they have a lender qualification letter, they know that they're qualified to buy a home. Okay. And it gives them the confidence to at least get under contract. So what we're trying to do here is when they're under contract, they can apply for assistance with us and we're trying to move the needle on affordability so that they're not so hampered by their housing payment. Um, and that, I think that's the key is if you're, if we're encouraging people to come into this application process with the executed Rep C, then we need to know that they are qualified regardless of our assistance because they may not understand the income thresholds. They may have the calculations wrong. They may have too much in the way of liquid assets where we can offer them assistance. For example, um, let's say they have 200,000 in their bank account. The way our program set up is anything in excess of 20,000, they have to apply towards the purchase of their home um, if they're applying for our assistance. Okay. And that might create a scenario where the our assistance may not be for them. Um, it's probably better served for people who really need our funding to to meet that affordability threshold. And, and that's really just going to help with peace of mind for people who are applying for this program. Okay. I guess my next question would be, if they have a lender qualification letter, then the lender has already run ratios. 
and percentages, and so they know where they're at. The lender probably wouldn't qualify them if they don't meet those debt-to-income thresholds, right? So yeah. how does that work? So ours are different than um, what lenders qualify their borrowers for their investors. Mm -hmm. um, the the thing here is it's our programs on a first-come, first-qualified basis. Okay. So they will certainly have to apply, and the lenders will understand this amount of assistance will get them to okay the so maybe they'll, on the they'll write a, okay qualification later letter based upon the ability for them to get this additional help yep okay that makes sense all right that makes a lot of sense oh. chanel i forgot to introduce you so sorry <laughs> chanel flores is also with us and i you guys i just got off a plane this morning so i'm really half asleep <laughs> so i'm so sorry <laughs> you're the economic development director for davis county Yes. So I appreciate you being here, and I am so sorry that I did not introduce you. At you the are beginning. totally fine. <laughs> I'm just rambling totally here. fine. No, these these two really are, you know, the ones who, you know, Ryan pretty much helped create this entire program under the commission's direction, and then with that, we were able to bring Dakota on board. So really excited about this, um, and I think you know these two are definitely the best. To talk through the program for sure. Well, tell tell us about sort of the vision then, Ryan. Since you work directly with commissioners, did yeah. they just show up one day and 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 they said, "Let's help people out" or what? No. So you know, we've been having discussions about you know obviously how unaffordable housing is in the county, and that's something that's very much been on the county's mind. And we already do programs in economic development for low and moderate income families with our community development block grant. And so we just started having conversations, you know, what can we do to help families get into home, a home? What's really going to move the needle? And so having these discussions with the commission, taking this to a work session, kind of strategizing what a program would potentially look like, and then also having the flexibility that we still had some of our COVID money or slough rough or ARPA funds that we could program towards doing this uh, really allowed us to be able to, to create a program that would actually move the needle in terms of housing in Davis County. I think the vision is fantastic because we have lots of discussions sure. and we, we sit around the table and we say, oh no, what are we going to do? What are we, this is actually something that will yeah. help a lot. And you mentioned, Dakota, before we started that this program can also um, be used with a state program. That's correct. Right? So, Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So our program stacks with the uh, 20000 that the state's giving to first-time homebuyers who are buying new construction homes. Um, in that case, um, Davis County is going to subordinate to third lien position on the property to accommodate what the state's doing. Um, and that's really going to move the needle substantially for first-time homebuyers who want to live in Davis County and want something just a little bit nicer. Right. That'll be fantastic. Tell us how uh, payback works, just generally speaking, will you? So with our program, um, there's no monthly payments for our assistance. There is a 1% interest rate compounded annually that um, you don't have to pay back until you either sell the home or refinance for an ineligible reason, which means if you want to do a cash out loan to take a vacation with your family, we're not going to make that happen. But if you have repairs on the home, say you need a new roof, then we will allow for that refinance to take place. Or if interest rates decline in the coming months and you want to refinance and lower your monthly mortgage payment, then Davis County won't require you pay it back at that time. That's fantastic. So potentially a homeowner could have seventy thousand dollars. Right? That's correct. Yeah. In in grant money. And that's a lot of money, use. especially if you're a first time homeowner. Oh yeah. It's a huge amount of money. Um but they do have to bring in a little bit of cash. They do. Um, right. For our program, you have to bring in at least $1,000 of your own liquid funds. Okay. Um, the good thing is 
a lot of lenders are charging appraisal fees up front um, and that applies to that thousand dollar minimum okay. so if you're paying for that appraisal up front that really lessens the amount you have to bring to closing for your home purchase okay that really helps that's a lot of money mm -hmm. and it's a great program and so the program's designed to continue right yeah so because it is is a loan right mm -hmm. when the money gets repaid back to the county we reloan that out to somebody else so that they can purchase a home so we we anticipate that it will continue to grow much like the davis loan fund has grown and chanel let's talk about that for a minute if that's okay yeah, kind of, of course. Gears. I, I did want to also say, you know, from an economic development standpoint, when you're looking at housing affordability, right, I, I don't know how often I hear from our employers here that they are struggling to, you know, get new talent um, and get them into those jobs that are currently open. We feel that, you know, having this as an option for recruiting individuals into Davis County and getting them into, say, like a Keomac, right? Mm -hmm. When it's manufacturing jobs, those are the types of uh, companies and individuals we really think this program is going to benefit. When you think of, you know, nurses or, uh, you know, firefighters, right? right? Those those types of teachers. Mm -hmm. We're really hoping that this helps move the needle across not only like housing affordability and uh, housing ownership, but also impacting our ability to recruit and retain talent here in Davis County. Well, it's true. And I'm hoping, yeah, I mean, Ryan, you were talking about how some, you were meeting with a builder that wanted to perhaps customize a program and a product that will qualify for yeah, this program, Yeah, no, right? there was a builder who was interested in our program. They gave us a call and asked us some questions about it, and they thought it was so great that they were actually going to change up their product to get it down to a price point so that people could qualify for this program and get into one of their homes. Well, and that is brilliant, honestly, because as we tab this conversation, it's, well, the costs are still high. Even if we let a builder put 16 townhomes on an acre, it's still too expensive for people. Yeah, absolutely. And so, really, this is a great a great potential solution. Yeah. And, and a good fix for people, a good opportunity for them to be able to qualify. So absolutely, I appreciate what our county's doing to help move the needle on that. Yeah. Because really, more rental space doesn't really help. It doesn't build equity. It doesn't build wealth. The, the best and quickest path to long-term uh, wealth is through home ownership. And so this program helps to get people into a home, start building equity in that home, and then set them up for the future. It's true. I mean, our kids look at this world that they live in and it's pretty overwhelming Absolutely. to think that they will never be able to afford something. Yeah. So I, I just appreciate Davis County taking the lead on this. This is yeah. great. Yeah, thank you, my friend. And Chanel, I love how you talked about the economic development. Um, you know, sadly, even in Kaysville, we've got wonderful people who work for the city. A lot of them can't afford to live in the city right. because it's so expensive, you know, and we want people to be able to live here and work here and play here and do all of those things. And so... Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of going back to the, the point of hopefully this fund continues, you know, it becomes like a revolving loan fund, kind of like our Davis uh, loan fund that was created clear back in the 1980s, right? We started out, I think, with close to 100000 and now have grown that fund into over a $6 million fund, right? That's impressive. Which that's targeted towards um, small businesses who aren't quite bankable yet, right? So looking at, you know, some of these startup companies that really could have substantial economic impact for our county, they just aren't able to get the funds. And when you look at current interest rate 
it's right now as they are, right? That's one of those challenges we're seeing across the board, even when it comes to businesses financing. And so That's having true. the Davis Loan Fund um, is a great opportunity for some of those small businesses, kind of like the homeownership program, right, for residents or for uh, future residents coming into Davis County. This program really is designed to get those businesses who aren't quite bankable um, some funding that they're able to. And we start anywhere from 50000 and can go up to, a, you know, around 500000 um, Which is a great loan. It really is, right? And, and it's quick. It's quick. We, we actually, uh, it's, our board consists of mayors, a county commissioner, and then we have two public at large members, right? They're going through and evaluating um, these businesses and really trying to see, like, is this a sustainable business and how is this going to impact, you know, our city and our county? And uh, the fact that we're able to move quickly and get funding to these uh, businesses, we really feel is, is vital for an incentive type process, but also moving the needle when it comes to the overall economic uh, impact to Davis County. Well, and it's really neat just to be a part of this. So as a new mayor, I've had the opportunity to serve on the on the board for the Davis Loan Fund, and I didn't even know it was available. I'm a small business owner. My husband and I own a couple of different companies, and I didn't even know it was a resource. I, I knew nothing about it. And so I really appreciate the fact that we're spreading the word. And that we're really helping people to understand that it's available to them. And it's not just for a business that um, isn't really a business. You have to be in a, a legitimate business. Yes. <laughs> and, and it has a legitimate purpose and there is payback. There is. Yeah. And, and it's, but it's just a quick, wonderful solution, like you said, for a company that's not quite bankable. They're just not quite there. They don't have maybe the maturity or the financial stability or longevity that maybe a traditional bank would require. Yeah. And I would say, you know, our loan program kind of operates like an SBA loan, right? But it's flexible. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability, SBA loans can take a while to right. actually get the, those funds, where the Davis Loan Fund is, is actually moves fairly quickly on the process. And then the ability where you can use it for gap financing, right? And maybe until you get an SBA loan, you can also use it for, um, you know, fixtures, furnitures, for a broad range of things that, you know, this business loan can actually be used for. I would say, you know, oftentimes our interest rates on average have been, you know, anywhere from 7.5% to 9%. Uh, usually we go based off of prime and then we add 3%, but then we have a bunch of different deductions that we look at, right? Is it how many jobs are you creating? Is it minority women-owned businesses? Mm -hmm. Are are you working with our uh, business resource center um, over at uh, Davis Tech, right? Those are types of things that we will actually reduce um, a percentage of the interest rate. And so, again, it's flexible and the board consists of those who want to see Davis County companies and businesses grow and thrive here in our county. Well, and we've got some great success stories that we have do. come from Davis Loan Fund, don't we? Yes, absolutely. And it, it's a broad range, right? I mm -hmm. mean, we have a daycare. We've funded uh, restaurants. Mm -hmm. We've funded uh, manufacturing, yeah, manufacturing aerospace. Uh, aerospace energy, right? there. There's mm -hmm. a broad range. And so really, uh, this tool is, is there for businesses. And we love, you know, spread the word. Uh, anybody who's interested in applying, uh, we recommend them to check out our website and if they could go to www.daviscountyutah and utah spelled out dot gov forward slash ced forward slash 
incentives-resources. Which is long. They could also just Google, probably. Do Google, and it will come up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Up too, but that's great that you've got that memorized. Um, one thing that I've really been impressed about is the the quick responses that, that come from the Davis Loan Fund decisions. I we've As a business owner, we've had an SBA loan before, and it was a pain. It was a pain to get it. Mm-hmm. It was a pain to maintain it. We had to turn in financials pretty on a pretty regular basis, which is great, but um, but it's a pain. And you're trying to, to manage your business and you're trying to grow your business and you are keeping track of your financials, but it's just one more thing. Right. And so it's just nice to be able to have a, a resource like this. Absolutely. And we for the county. For the county, for, you know, uh, any of our businesses really that aren't, aren't quite bankable. We really appreciate you uh, being willing to serve on our board, too. I think, you know, having mayors that have experience, right, when we're talking small businesses and entrepreneurship, I think that's extremely important to have that feedback coming from also the perspective of government, but the perspective, what what is it like to be a small business owner, right? True, true. And we've got a great uh, variety of personalities we and do. experiences that of people that sit on the board. I was really just impressed with the fact that, you know, all of these, pro- well, these two programs that we're talking about specifically are really designed to benefit residents within Davis County. Yes. You know, when I first got into public service, I th- I thought that the county had libraries. And that's really all. I mean, I really, you know, I really never really paid attention to what the county does aside from that. You pay your taxes and things like that to the county. But I didn't realize that it's such an economic development driver. Right. And and such a supporter of, of people and residents and the community. Businesses, right? Businesses, yes. We want people to live, work, and play mm-hmm. in our communities. And so, yeah. you know, finding opportunities like the homeownership, like the... Uh, initiative that started clear back in the 80s, right, for the Davis Loan Fund. Those are the types of things we want to continue to see and develop from, you know, the county perspective, but also working with our cities. What are other opportunities we can look at on partnerships and collaboration as we're talking through some of these, you know, challenges? One that, you know, housing affordability to, you know, being able to access uh, investments and funds, right? So, We, we hope to continue to move the needle, and uh, hopefully you'll be seeing additional programs roll out over the next, you know, year to two years oh, that good. we're really trying to target and get our heads wrapped around as far as how we can continue to move the needle. Well, kudos to you guys over the county. Honestly, you do such a fantastic job. I, I keep hearing that, that Davis County is unique in the, in the way that we all collaborate, but I, I see it. I see it every yeah. week when I show up to a meeting. And and you're so involved in our daily lives, and we're so involved as a community and supporting each other and the relationships that are built. And I love it's it. It's just a great place to live. So thank you. Right, born, I'm born and raised in Davis County. I will. <laughs> I I love that. You know, I came from the state level, working under Goyo, to come and work for Davis County, a place where not only was I born and raised, but I'm raising my son. I really think it's it's impactful to have that kind of impact into, you know, our, our cities and our county. And then the collaboration, like you mentioned, it's, I would call each one of you friends. And Absolutely. I adore working with, with all of our cities and well, our county commission. Thank you, Chanel. You are fantastic. Ryan, you're fantastic. And we sure appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, you guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Mayor. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. 
Thank you.